Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. There weren't many straight faces as we had our new intro music there, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it weren't my choice. <laughs> uh, I think it was very apt in, in the situation after what's happened at the weekend, but welcome to the latest episode. On this week's show, myself and Mark are joined by Graham and also Darren. So thanks lads for joining us. And the first item we're going to t- talk about tonight is, uh, is obviously what we've just witnessed, which is the Aston Villa game. Mark, do you want to start us off and give us give us your views? Yeah, just carried on another good week of positivity, didn't it? I mean, it wasn't the greatest performance by, of the season by far. I mean, there was a lot lots to sort of point holes in, but end of the day, Everton were clinical when they had to be, and you know, they, they got the result everyone expected them to get. And I, you can't be too critical. We, we weren't great, but we, we were clinical when we needed to be, and it's 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 it's, it's another step in the right direction. I know I, I have to agree. To be honest, they weren't they weren't a vintage performance, was it, lads? And uh, I think the main thing uh, a lot of people are going into it saying we've had a good few days. Some people were saying it's going to be a cricket score because of Villa's situation, but it was far from it. I think Everton were poor, Villa were poorer, and you know we got ourselves two 0 in front. But I mean, you can't really complain about a three-one victory away from home. But we weren't at our best, was we? Let's be honest. Personally, as as I probably took a one 0 as long as you're getting them three points and you're building your score, you know, you you're putting the, the points on the board and yeah. still taking a one nil mate, yeah, yeah. To score three away from home again. I mean, scoring goals isn't our problem, it's conceding. Yeah. To concede that one away to Aston Villa who who were bottom of the league and let's be honest, they're pretty dire in the you know, yeah. form. Just to concede that goal I think put a bit of a damper on the night for me, personally. But it was it was a, a probably I wouldn't say the first half we were any better than the second half. It was more like um, a case of taking out, got the early goal, and then that sort of, I don't know, it, it sort of dampened any sort of doubts we had about Aston Villa giving a bit of a fight tonight. You I know think, what I mean? I think the fans getting, were all a bit. I think getting the first goal and getting it early and getting it early was yeah. always going to be sort of crucial for us tonight. I think the longer the game went on, and you know, it, it went nil nil. Yeah. Say after 45, 50, 60, 70 minutes, I think then. It would have put more pressure on us, but yeah. you know, the hard work was done in the first half. You know, two 0 going in, and then another obviously going in three 0 it, it, it just settled us down. Eh? What you reckon, Daz? We we didn't see much of the ball second half, but like like uh, Graham just said, then basically the job was done. It wasn't vintage Everton, but it's three points. I think it's got to think the positives out the game. Uh, another goal for Ron, just keep him scoring. Keep his confidence up. Yeah. As long as he's scoring, he's happy. Yeah. He's happy. He's playing well. Yeah. Well, he's got his his, his negative sides, but I think he's improved massively this season. His holder plays a lot better, and I think he's linking up with players a lot better. I think him and Ross have got like a little yeah. understanding going, click, and yeah. a little click, and he seems to enjoy playing with each other. And a record breaker tonight as well, isn't he? Seventeen goals in uh, the Premier League, which is a yeah. record for Everton, which I never knew, but. No. He keeps, he, as you say, he keeps coming coming away with the goals, though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, as well, Baines come off the pens, didn't he? he? Said it doesn't matter. You want your striker scoring goals, and that's why Baines and everyone's kicking off. But you can understand strikers yeah. thrive off goals. Yeah, it comes off their arse or comes off their head. They're not bothered. Mm. It's a goal. Yeah, and as long as you're scoring, yeah, then I can. And I, I think when we score first as well, it makes a massive difference. Ju- just on yeah. the, on the Lukaku, um, what you just touched on there. Personally, I would have brought him off after 70 minutes and yeah. given him a rest. You know, you're 3-0 up or 3-1 up, whatever it was at the time, Yeah. and you're cruising. You know, 
take him off, give him a rest, you know, let him sit on the bench and bring Niasse on, give him a taste of the Premier League, give him more than five five minutes yeah. what he's had so far, you know, give him a good solid twenty minute run out against In him. a game where he can maybe express a himself a little bit. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like he took Morales off. Morales has done his job. I think he got a couple of assists tonight. Lukaku got his goal, take him. I, I agree with that, but I know you commented before when we were watching a match, like there's no point in bringing that Niasse on now because he can't you know, we can't five even get minutes. warm. Yeah, yeah. No, no player can get warm, can he, in five minutes, you know what I mean? You're not going to come on motivated at 3 1 87 minutes, what's to play it's not for? Like the, you, you know, you, he needs to get a, a goal or something, you know, we need a goal. The game was 1 1. It's so. almost like you want to give him a bit of a taster, you know, yeah. give even 10 minutes. You, you brought him on for like four or five minutes. It's, yeah. it's pointless, and you know, in that time, you could have picked up an injury. You know what I mean? Spot so on, yeah. you know, give him give him a good solid twenty minutes to have a little run out. I think it says a lot though about Everton with the, the attack and prowess that we can play so maybe so poorly and still score three. Yeah. You know, yeah. we still look more dangerous than most Premier League teams when, when we get it right going forward. We don't, we don't have to play well for ninety minutes. It's the thing we have enough quality just to display it for maybe maybe ten minutes in a game and it's enough to. But you know, well, to be honest, I think it, it says a lot for me, Mark. It, um, it has echoes of the Stoke game. I mean, we played better mm. against Stoke, didn't we? Let's be honest. But yeah. the way we, you know, got the three goals in the yeah. first half, there we we hit Stoke, didn't we? They had chances, but we hit them. You know, we scored the penalty and went on the breakaway. And tonight reminded me a bit of that. The Stoke game reminded me a lot of the Southampton game. We didn't have much of the ball, yeah. but when we did have it, we looked rootless. We looked, we, yeah. we were di- menacing. I wouldn't say direct the wrong way, but yeah. we were. We went forward quick yeah. rather than. Pissy far with the bounce at the back and something like that. We were direct with the ball. Was so much better when we were direct I instead of this. So. You know, maybe we can evolve into what he wants to be with better players in the team. But but we're so much better when we play direct. Like I that. think so. You know, definitely. The, the first goal tonight was um, Funes Mori, and I know everyone had views on him during the game for his defensive qualities and attacking qualities. But uh, he's been a revelation, hasn't he, lads? Yeah. Let's be honest. He's been, um, I think it was the fourth goal of the season, but you know, look, he's been thrusting at the deep end, and let's yeah. be honest, he, he has been a, gr- a great sign. For me, I think he just brings a natural balance to the, you know, the back line at the moment. Yeah. So, with Jagger <coughs> coming back from injury as well, and obviously Funes Mori just dropping into the left centre half position, I think them two together are a potential, you know. Going forward, Solid ne- next season, yeah. Yeah. we're not going to concede Absolutely. a lot of goals yeah. next season if them two are centre halves. Give them a good pre season under their belts, yeah. It makes, you where, it makes you wonder where, sorry, it makes you wonder where that, uh, John Stones fits in, doesn't it? Does, that's an intriguing one as well, but I think having a left footer on the left side is massive. It just, yeah. It's just so much it's more. It's that Radcliffe effect in it, you know, when, when we in the 80s when we had that lovely. You know, right foot, left foot combination in centre halves. It just just looks right, doesn't it? You know, yeah. it's all about balance, though. For me, I mean, yeah. I think th- there was a game at Goodison. I think it might have been against uh, Swansea, and he he plays Oviedo at right back. Now you know, Oviedo, Oviedo yeah. he's a left footer. You, you, for me, you don't play so, left footer at right back, so you yeah. sort of, you're upsetting the balance. So there. the play becomes narrower because he's cutting in the whole time, and there's Absolutely. no width. Yeah, 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 play, yeah. You know. oh, definitely. But yeah. then obviously, when you've got Funes Mori there, who's a naturally left footed centre half. Again, it, it just gives you that natural balance. At I the think back. a player who loves defending, he's got a real. I think he takes as much enjoyment out of the tackle as Lukaku does out of scoring. You know, he gets, gives me that impression. He's definitely like uh, he surprised many of us. I mean, he, he, we bought him. We, pro- we paid a lot of money for him. Let's be honest, didn't we? Yeah. We probably needed centre half cover, didn't we? No one know not much going on with John Stones and that. But the fact now, as we've just discussed, there, it's going to take a lot to dislodge them too, isn't it? You know, 
got raw English defensive leadership in Jack Elker, who's the captain of the club, who's not going to get out of the team anytime soon. And then you've got Funes Mori, who's coming in. He's he's doing well at the back. He's doing well going forward, and he's he's, he's well, taken to the Premier League by storm. As I said downstairs before, I reckon next season the way he, I haven't seen anyone judge them balls, the flight of the ball, and get his head onto it since yeah. Kale. Kale yeah. had that knack, and I think Mori's got that same knack. And I think if he plays next season, I think you're guaranteed ten goals. He's a real threat Easy. from set pieces. He is. Gets his head on most things. Wait, look, look on the our away form and the defensive sides of it. We've yeah. only conceded 13 away goals this season. Fourth best in the Premier League, or yeah, third best crazy. in the Premier League. So when you look at it from that point of view, you know it's it's night and day. But then when you look at our own, which I is th- unreal compared to the home record, <laughs> yeah. which is a free for all. Yeah. I think the players are more relaxed playing yeah. away from home. I definitely do. I think the the crowd sometimes get on top of them a bit. A Goodison, I've said a few times on Twitter, I yeah. think Goodison sometimes toxic. When it's, when yeah. when it's like nil nil and we're not really going anywhere with the ball, I think and like people make like silly mistakes like Barkley will give the ball away. People you can hear people getting on the backs and coming yeah. on close we are to the pitch. I'm sure the players can hear. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. Just look at the, the defensive side there at Goodison. We've conceded 23 goals at home. That's when you compare that to our away form, we've only conceded 13. So we've conceded 10 goals more. Well, we should be shown in the results a lot tighter performances, yeah, yeah, unbelievable, really. Because you think of it, you know, let's be honest, aside from our quality now and looking at the position we are, that Goodison should be the force, shouldn't it? Like you say, Dan, it can be toxic, it shouldn't be that negativity. Whereas I remember last season it started to creep in, it was, you yeah, know, definitely. We, yeah, you know, remember that famous night where we, we, we beat QPR 3 1, but Barkley. Passed the ball back that night and mm. there was booze yeah. echoing around it. Oh, I think it all, it all, it all, I think it's spun yeah. on from then, yeah. yeah. And I think to myself, um, when I do watch us, going back to the Southampton game, for example, but we were vibrant side away from home, weren't we? Yeah, Look at yeah. Stoke the other week, you know what I mean? There's been times in the past 18 months, two years, where we have gone away and looked a completely different side, but at home seems to be the problem. You've got great, yeah. I think, sorry, I, I right. think we settled differently as well because because we're the away team, the home team have got the, like, yeah, like their initiative to they got an attack because they're the home team. Yeah, and we 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 are set up. We've got like Lennon, say for instance, Morales. We've got pace, and we just break. And so our, it's like our success away from home is our downfall at home because because the initiative is on us. And yeah, then yeah. we've got to break them down. And I don't think for all like, <coughs> the, the the goals we get, we've got in the team. I don't think we've got creativity naturally, like a. Like a matter yeah. or a silver or a De Bruyne who can just unlock something. Yeah. I think it's methodical the way we unlock The thing that we've got to accept as ever at Goodison is teams are going to come because they know how good we are at going forward. Teams are going to come and sit back and try and take a point. And if they can snatch the three, you know, yeah. that's what they're going yeah. to try and do. But first of all, they're just going to sit back and sit exactly prime yeah. points, West Brom, sat back, sat back, sat back, sat back yeah. bang. Got beat one 0 you know what I mean? I yeah. think we're probably going to touch on that later, aren't we? But I mean, it, it just but that is the point, classic example of yeah. Everton playing against a, a classic opposition side. That could have some yeah, spent too much of that. But you know, I didn't. You could say the same for Palace. I know we got a point, but it was exactly the same. They nearly got away with the same result as West Brom. Mm. The West Brom game, I come away from that, and I honestly said that I couldn't. Uh, we had these so many shots, but then no one used to think in the game with like thirty something shots. We had. I was like. I can't remember 30 something shots. No, yeah. You're sitting there going, what, what, what were they? And yeah. 
when did that happen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think about what did I think about sex within five minutes. I think, yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, you can't count the ones that Ross smashes from like 30 yards. What do you mean? One every 10 they don't even make the 18 yard box. Do you know what I mean? But they're classed as shots, they get blocked and it's classed as 30 something shots. No, we look like we've absolutely mullered them. Yeah, it wasn't. But I don't, I don't think we'd ever score against West Brom. I really didn't. The horrible side, aren't they? It's just no it? <laughs> But do you know, do you know what though, right? I mean, just bringing it back to the Villa game tonight. That's what Aston Villa need. They needed the Tony Pulis yeah. in charge there. You know, when 100%. they put Remy Gard in a quarter of the way through the season, if they had just turned around and went, you know what, Tony Pulis, there's the money that you want. Come in and, and save our season. They'd have been in the table now. Yeah, yeah. Out they could just give him a six-month contract. Absolutely, yeah. And they'd have got away with it. Well, we yeah. had that conversation before, and I, I touched on Allardyce, and I'm not saying Sunderland is safe, like far from it, but you know, they're it's, it's, that, Villa. it's that. It's that. <laughs> let, let's be honest. It's that horrible Britishness about a manager that can sometimes drag you out the shit. Yeah. Whereas bringing a foreign manager, just because I think he was linked with like Tottenham and mm-hmm. Arsenal a few years ago. Bring him in. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, he's not gonna. You know, he's not gonna make those Villa players anything better than they are. Most of them are not asked. Maybe Micha Richards and a couple of others mm. actually care, but yeah. there's a lot there who are not asked really. And I'm not good enough. You know, as well. I looked at some yeah, of them no, tonight. I think they're yeah. gonna get their move away. But anyway, back to the first half and Everton, right? Because I, I, I want to speak to you about Villa in a minute. <coughs> and, um, actually get your pick because that was a, a sore point from tonight really horrible to see Villa in such a state yeah, yeah. Mm. let's be honest boys yeah. but we got the second goal in, in the first half um, classic counter attack from Everton probably you know typical of the Stoke performance yeah, away yeah. the Southampton away and it was uh, it was good to see Aaron Lennon getting on the score sheet yeah it's really scoring goal it was really I thought it was a signature like Martin's goal for Everton you know what I mean really the way you know the, we, we broke and, and it was a clinical finish in the box, quality ball in as well. Um, just thought it was from a, a classic Everton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Morales just doing no no harm to for his chances at all. With, the with thing the that's impressed me about Aaron Lennon, I mean, we all know how good he is attacking wise. Yeah. Is his, and, I, and I mentioned it to you, didn't I, Mark? Yeah. Uh, just before the game, is is it his defensive qualities are just something that I don't think anyone yeah. knew anything about. But his you commitment know, to it as well. But yeah, he's, he's not. You know, he's, he's not an unwilling. He's a tough tackler. Yeah. But then he wins that ball back and he starts the counter attack. He's the next well, he one. Kicked us last season when he came in. He was the one who kicked the resurgence yeah. because I think other players are looking going, He's making me look crappier yeah. because he's literally yeah. running it's everywhere. A perfect sign of what we need. He was he got and, the winner at QPR and he and then like he, that, that kicked us on because yeah. that was that run after he signed last year. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, basically you're looking you're looking at a player who's. And then you're looking at yourself then and thinking, well, I'm not doing enough for you because I'm looking at him and he's, he's up and down everywhere. He's so making then, me not like him up on So then I do a little bit more, which then that makes you do a little bit more yeah. in the next minute. We're at, we're at an extra 10% and then yeah. the shit, that's, that's massive. So Lennon is definitely a cold night in Stoke player, isn't he? He's not someone who shines when the sun's out in August and September. He is someone who comes to the fore he's an nearly all, always. He's an all-season player for me. I think, you know, when yeah. he plays in the summer, winter, autumn, you know, I think he's one of them players that he needs to be in the Since he signed, his attitude has been fair, has been amazing. Just yeah. really, I mean, I know he's getting paid a lot of money, but it's just his whole approach to the, the whole thing has been, been fantastic. For I me. just think he, basically, because he, he was... Bit in the reserves that left out to dry at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I think he just he's here and he's enjoying it. He's just loving playing football. Yeah. And he's in the team and he's he, 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 the way it comes across to me, he's appreciative yeah. of yeah. being in the team yeah. and 
and he's, he's got a second win now and just talk of England yeah. and stuff like that. And added to that, he's an excellent player as well. Oh, so yeah. you've got the ball. And he's keeping Gerard de la Foe out the team, let's be honest. Yeah. Something, oh, something yeah. we would have been spitting about well, six months ago. <laughs> but, you know, but he's, he's there on merit, isn't he? You right. know what I mean? Well, that, 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 that's probably one thing that I'm actually pleased that Martin has, hasn't just turned around and said, well, your name's Gerard de la Foe. You've come from Barcelona. I'm going to put you in the 11. Yeah. I'm glad that he hasn't done that. I'm glad that he's kept him yeah. off the side and he's actually turned around and went, actually, you know what? Erno Lennon deserves his place. So if you think about Joel and then Maury and the same with Lennon, he's playing players on form and it's actually, showing yeah. them and it's starting to reflect yeah. on Aaron. Oviedo, Oviedo. Oviedo, yeah. He's done nothing wrong, so no. I'll keep him in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I agree with all of them points yet, and I, <coughs> it's been refreshing to see, I think, because it hasn't happened do, enough do think, over the past few do years. Martin has learned from last season when we, 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 he brought Joel in, didn't he? And we yeah. had. He had, it was a bit ropey the first game, but then we had like the free clean sheets. Yeah. And then Matt, um, Howard he was back. He for Chelsea. And he just went, right, Howard's my first choice keeper, and he's back in. And this season he's... We've we done a podcast, completely wrong decision at the time. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. It was completely wrong. You play players on form. Yeah. But what that said to me is, no matter how good Joel plays, Tim Howard's in. And that's so, wrong. I think that's a so weakness in management. Mo- where's, yeah. where's his motivation? He's got no motivation at all. So now, basically, with, going back to Lennon, Delafayu now, when he gets a chance, he's got to be outstanding and say, yeah. listen, like I said tonight about uh, Morales, when Cleverly was in today, he's got to come into the game and say, right, here's him playing, yeah. here's the reason why you've got to pick And he got a week. couple of assists, so he's more than justified his place for, to get a start against and West Ham on Saturday. Definitely, and now yeah, that, that makes an interest in when Cleverly The last few weeks has been spot on, really. And that, that's where uh, competition... Uh, largely... Players who go to training go, I've got to be at my best, as you've just said, I've got to be at my best to keep my place in this Everton side, because at the moment it's a winning well. side, apart from that West Brom game. Yeah. It yeah. is a winning side, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there's not much that he's going to alter. He threw stones on for Coleman. I don't know if that was a tactical or See, injury I, or just to keep stones. I don't know, I think he was over. resting. I don't know, I maybe, think he was maybe, just wanting to give maybe, stones a bit of game. Maybe so, him. but that, that team that started tonight... You'd start that Saturday, wouldn't you? Have to, definitely. I'd have no problem starting that. Maybe no Oviedo if he's, if he's cropped. Depending on, yeah, because... Or maybe cleverly back yeah. in. If, but then Morales... Would you bring... Cleverly is unwell, but Morales set up two goals tonight. We're not he's, his biggest fan, but, no. you know, he's, he's got every right He's to a match winner on his day when he wants it. That's the big thing, when he wants Except it. Except he West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he West Ham, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Over the past couple of weeks at Goodison, and people have been crying out for Morales to start at Goodison. For me tonight, I think he deserves a starting place against West Ham the weekend. Yeah. I think he's got to play him. Yeah. Whether, whether cleverly he's fit or not, I think he's got to start. Done enough. I think Done he enough has. I think he yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, and it think. just adds to the attacking, you know, threat that we already have. You know, well, that's it. As you say, you, you know, people are people get injured, they get unwell, they get out of form. Other people come in, they step up to the plate, and they keep the place in the team. Don't they keep it on merit. You know, yeah. not be, and that is what we want at Everton, a vibrant squad who are all fighting for every position. But isn't that The same nice? goes for Lukaku. From Joel to Lukaku, every single position. When Mo Bezic is fit, James McCarthy, if he's doing nothing wrong, he's fighting for that position. You know what I mean? Gareth Barry. And it Play just raises like the whole team. Yeah. It raises, raises the, the standard, yeah, with everyone. Yeah. And, then you start and you're, not, you're yeah. not relying on like the, the has-beens or the maybes or the maybe a bit of a look off the bench, you know what I mean? Look at the, some of the players we've had over the years. Look at the players we've got now. Oh, it's a night and day. who's coming night in. Night, night and day. day. It is absolutely... I think back to Klaus Thompson and I think back to El Barrett and right back all that time. Never, <laughs> never mind that. I think yeah. back to when we had... When, Ginola. Yeah. Gascoigne. Oh, 
People are going to make mistakes throughout the season. We accept that, and probably you know the managers are probably going to make but mistakes to be, as we all know. And a lot of people have been on his back this season, yeah. me included. You know, some of the substitutions have been you know mind-boggling, and you think, well, why are you making them? Santos. But he's a young manager. He's he's still learning as well as the players. You know, what is he, forty odd years of age, relatively still young yeah, for yeah. the Premier League manager. So personally, persevere with him and give give the man a chance. I yeah. think the Villa goal today yeah. may have been down to him. Because when he switched the three back, it, it took like another player and it pushed Villa up then. And we were sat back a bit more deeper. Yeah, but he was doing that for his own reasons. With, yeah, obviously, you know, to yeah, get stones, to a, get bit stones of, a bit of minutes like and stuff throw, like that. It did apply there, yes, yeah. It, didn't it? Yeah, totally agree. It's, 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 again, I've been critical of Martinez. I've been critical of Morales. I've been critical, critical of probably everyone around this table. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, then it's a learning thing for all of us, isn't it? You know, we, you have to, we all, everyone talks about Martinez's first season, then his second season was poor. This season, there's still a lot to play for, and I, you know, and I still don't think you can judge off, the season. Yeah, you, you, do, you can lose faith in people, and you can criticise people, but you can still support them at the end of the day. You know what I mean? We're all Evertonians. Us four on this table at different ages yeah. supported Everton for probably over hundred years between us. Yeah. A manager coming in for two or three years is not not a long time. Let's be honest. So I think we are all a bit maybe, you know, we're quick to judge, aren't we? And quick to and when we see results, he's not a bit He does frustrate. Let's be honest. He does Liverpool frustrate. Yeah. Lukaku frustrates Barkley. Frustrates Stones. Every every man on that pitch frustrates the manager. Frustrates the chairman, the board, everyone. But at the end of the day, we're all Evertonians. We're all wanting the best, and I think. What we're trying to see now, especially with events at the weekend, is it all coming together yeah. to paint like a, a better picture for the future. Do you not think Martin has sometimes sets himself up to fail though by saying I've got the best young he's, he's he builds them up yeah. so much and when we just fall short like the but, West Brom game, it, it, it puts it a lot so of stupid. I agree. even more so than a normal uh, you know, a manager who doesn't embellish his players quite so much. I, I agree with that to a to a point. But I actually think he has got the best young talent. No, no, definitely. You know, when yeah. you look at the likes of Ross Barkley, uh, Gerard Dale, who teams? can't even get it in the yeah. starting eleven. You know, mm. and how many teams are killed for aspiring stones? Barkley and Lukaku. You just told them about the three yeah, best yeah. youngsters in, in, in the Premier League. No question. As you were saying before, how many teams are killed for that? But why are we? Why was we in twelfth place before we started? I think that's that's the what's down to Martinez's negligence around defending. It's and almost playing Tim out. It's almost I, like we have I'm to test. We, we have to see how shit we are before how we see how, how good, good we are. are. Yeah. And I know that's an, a, a scenario you've you've said before, but I I'm looking at it and thinking well. You know, we could go on to finish sixth now, and then everyone's like, "Oh, well, all them doubters." And then it's a massive season on last. But you, know, but so you know what, right? Let's let's look a little bit forward to next season, right? If we're in this in in the position next season where we're fit, hypothetically we're third in the league, we'll look back at this season and go, "That was actually a good learning curve for our yeah. young kids." Yeah, who were you know young kids, young manager. It was a good learning curve. You know, well, we could be sitting third next next season. Well, look at, at Arsenal. Point. This season to Arsenal last season. The only difference for me, Arsenal this season and Arsenal last season, Czech, 
Yeah. He's, he's one saved player, one, one position. One yeah. player, one position. Um, like, I was listening to Neville Southall at like a sportsman's dinner. Yeah. And he said, he said two players win your leagues, two players win your games. He said, you need someone at the back to yeah. stop the goals. Yeah. So you need a class goal. You need someone to score goals. We've got to score goals. Now, if we can... I mean, Robles, he's doing well. Give him a goal. We sign a top-class yeah. goalkeeper. That could really... See you spot on. It, yeah. it could, I definitely. I yeah. Well, I, I, probably around this table, probably all agree. Robles, yeah, he deserves his place in the side. And, you know, we won't get into the whole Tim Howard debate. But in the future, we need to be... Or this summer, we need to be signing a better goalkeeper than Joe Robles. Definitely. Yeah, I still he's think not, Robles. doesn't mean that he's the answer to all our questions. It's he's like, the answer I don't right think, now. I, yeah. I, I've got other views on Seamus Coleman and on other players in the team, and I think, yeah, fair enough. You know, they've done yeah, well yeah. for certain years, or they might come at a bargain price, but, you know, why not go and spend 18 million on the right back and think, actually, I'm going to keep improving and keep getting better and better, because that's what every other club in the Premier League does. Thing, yeah. The thing with Robles and Howard... It's the lesser of two evils. None yeah. of them are the right answer, but which one's the least but, worst? But yeah, exactly, answer? exactly. I mean, to, to be honest, I don't know. I, when when you say he's not the aye, right aye, answer, he looks like he's gonna fucking fume here, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> when, when you say he's, he's not the right answer, I think he's conceded eight goals in 2016, Robles. Yeah, yeah. So when when you say you. You know, give the lad a chance. You know, give him a good run again, which, which he's doing at the moment. Yeah, goal you know, we, don't reach their peak for a long, long time. No, he's how old is he? 24, 25, something. Another like young keeper. You know, he's, he's only a young. Young as a goalkeeper. Yeah. He's not. He's not Paul Gerrard or Steve Simpson. We've had some horrors at the back there. Richard Wright. And, and Richard Wright. Yeah. Thank yeah. God someone yeah. put that. Keep the grass on him. He's got statistics there to back him up, hasn't he? And I think it's been long overdue that someone else has given a chance because at Everton, other people are given a chance in other positions. Think about how many midfielders we've got. Yeah. Well, you know, Lukaku is being probably a mainstay, but every other position, it's been, you know, you could name, I'd say you could name a couple of things, couldn't you? Maybe. Brendan Galloway, you talked about before. Yeah. I'd say the only other person. Ty Brown and played right back when Cole stayed in. With Barkley as well, he's persevered yeah. with Barkley. Yeah. Maybe last season I thought he maybe could have took him out. Yeah, and but, he's been justified in that. As but well. I think by putting him, and even though we had like Ross Barkley didn't have the best season last season, I think no. that may have brought him on this season. It's toughened them up, and he's looking a better player now. Definitely. And we were all sleeping miners at the time, probably. Well, I know I was. I mean, I yeah, I was. I, I, was, was, I, I was sleeping badly. I, you know, <laughs> it's, it's been well publicised on Twitter. I get a lot of shit on Twitter for, for sleeping yeah, yeah. badly at times. But I think sometimes with, with the, you know, what is he, 23, 24? No, he's 21. Is he 21? Yeah. Yeah. See, he's, he is still learning, you know, hands up, he is still learning. But I think sometimes... You know, at the likes of 21 nowadays in the Premier League, you want that person to have the sort of that final killer ball. Yeah, yeah. You know, to create a little bit more than what he's doing. Yeah. And people will probably turn around and when you listen to this and go, well, he's had so many assists, he's scored so many. You're goals. right, that's an area he can but, improve on. But we know what he's capable of, and that's yeah. why I think we're sort of over critical of him. <laughs> people want more. Because yeah. he's got the whole package, and he's got everything. Yeah. He's got pace, he's got strength. You know, strength. Skill, skill, he's power. He can shoot left foot, right foot. He's, he's everything, man. Yeah, he's got everything. But he's only going to get better. Let's be honest, you know. Definitely, somebody should be in the long term embraced. Absolutely, uh, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, without a doubt, he's Evertonian as well, which helps, doesn't he? Always. Um, yeah. Back to the Villa game, anyway. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, the Villa game. <laughs> talk about tangents. <laughs> we don't um, do anything else. 
No, but basically just to finish off on a Villa game, second half. In fact, overall, probably I think we all agree that it was a poor performance. Uh, second half, Lukaku got his name on a score sheet. Um, yeah. He, he nearly scored just before he scored as well yeah. with that header, that which was would have been a great goal, that wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, he, he got himself on a score sheet to get us three 0 in, in front, and as in we right discussed position. before, in, in the right the, the right place at the right time, and um, again record breaking again. Just a goal scorer, any I don't, you know, people moan about his first touch or his, his, he doesn't look arsed and they've got a point. But at the end of the day, you know, John Spencer had a good first touch and he looked arsed. We didn't score any goals. I was just going to say, do you talk about John Spencer? Yeah, yeah. I thought, well, you know, yeah. what do we want? He's a goal scorer. He scores goals. Would you rather have, <laughs> would you rather have Rom up front? He's got 22 goals this season, 17 Premier League yeah. goals. Doesn't really look hard sometimes. Or Dennis Lacolasi will run himself into the ground. He mm. looked, he loved it. He'd, yeah. have, he'd have broke his leg. In fact, his city performance still stays with me to this day. He'd have broke every bone in his body. Yeah. But scored like one goal, was it? Or two, oh, two goals. Two goals, scored, yeah. 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 He's got to get the black ball in the cup, if I remember rightly. But, yeah, so you're right, though. Know, what do you want? Someone described him as a, a Waitrose Jordan Rhodes, was that it? Yes. On Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that's it was when, a, a conservation that's character. That's threw me fucking iPhones on a bog. Yeah. When I yeah. Throws, uh, because goals Jordan count for nothing. And Jordan Rhodes don't think he's scored since he made that Take comment. away the goals and um, you've got a Waitrose Jordan Rhodes. Some <laughs> shit like that. The comment was. Yeah, take away his goals out of our team and you've got an Aldi football club. I, 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 question, <laughs> I, I question my own existence well, after that comment. If we didn't have Rob, where would we be now? Exactly. You, you know you, I mean? We'd be about 16th, 17th, no problem. Yeah. No problem. He's a goal scorer. He scores goals. So no, I don't get the issue. I think people. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sounding like sweet as this is going on. Views on Lukaku. Where do you start with him? Twenty-eight million. One absolute bargain for twenty. Twenty-eight million these days. Who's agent? <laughs> <laughs> on commission. On commission, aren't they? He's Philip Sandros's agent. He's going to get him. You know, <laughs> seventeen goals. Four, Premier League goals. Premier League goals this season, 17. He should have 20, shouldn't he? Yeah, he? He's two behind Vardy. Let's be honest, Vardy's, in my opinion, is a bit of a flash in the pan. I don't think Vardy will do it the same oh, he's done no. this season. Um, he's a bit of a meet you. Potentially, yeah, yeah. Where people haven't worked him out. He'll be back at Fleetwood Town and Fleetwood will be storming in a few years. But I mean, just looking at Lukaku there, Fleming, I think. Sometimes I think the criticism often sometimes is justified. I think sometimes he can do that little bit more when he's not when he doesn't look arsed. Yeah. He really isn't arsed. Yeah. And you know it. You know, you can see him just strolling around the pitch, you know. But when he wants it. But when he's on when he's on when form, he wants it. You know. You can't I don't think there's any better Premier League style. He's got he's he's, he's, he's got everything, he's pace, he's strong, yeah. he both, he can use both foot no tells he's Predominantly left, but he can. Yeah. But You're right, he can. Yeah. Know what I mean? He can. He... Let Let's be honest. You know, 28 million does a return on your investment if he ever did leave the club. Double. Easy. I'd say easy, easy. double. Yeah. Easy double. What's the going rate for a goal scorer? You know, great business for me. He's guaranteeing you 20 goals a season minimum. Mm. So I think Rommel at 30, to be honest, but by the time the season finishes, he still has his critics like Dunny. Let's be honest. You've only I just think. I just think we're not. I mean, this is coming from the biggest moaner on Twitter, but I just don't. I think some people aren't happy unless they're moaning about something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what he wants. He got his twenty-second goal. Of, he got his twenty-second goal of the season tonight, and uh, it capped probably, uh, you know, not a vintage performance, but it capped a, a, a victory tonight. 
and um, I'm not going to say that we were better second half because we weren't but we just caught them again on the break and we had the corner and a couple of half chances but not a major but it was mainly Villa second half and um, just before we get into other things quickly on Villa when we went 3-0 up their fans reacted and stood up and to yeah. be honest it was a bit like um, not emotional but it was a bit a bit sour to watch Yeah, and I know they had their yeah. protest on 74 minutes but just quickly lads what's your views on Aston Villa I feel for Villa really do See, yeah. I mean a lot of people don't like Aston Villa but you know it's. I think that was the 202nd league meeting between most them played league it's game. the most played league yeah. game I really do feel sorry for them. I fans. think Villa. I don't like their fans. I'll be straight with you. I, I am still haven't got over Ashley Young, ninety-eight minute win or whatever that was. But now, to be fair, um, Villa are a club that replicates Everton in every way. You know, the same European kind of history. You know, same size ground, same same fan base. If you ask me, they're, for me, they're, they're a club that we, we can we can relate to because they they we're really quite similar. But um, no, they're doing the league United, aren't they? I just think that, that they've had bad ownership. We've had bad ownership, we've got away with it. And um, but you know, they're like, look like they're gonna. It's gonna get worse before it gets better there. And I do feel sorry for it. I mean, we've, we've, we we asked the Villa. I think obviously they have got the problems at the back, which is obviously why it's the bottom of the league and absolutely deserve yeah. to be there. And they got. But I think yeah. the problem is they haven't got a goal scorer since Ben Teke. Since yeah. Ben Teke, he's gone. To I the mean, shite. if you look in the summer, they sold. Um, it was a Delph, Bentaki, and um, someone else. The three Ron left as Ron well. Ron left on the free, and he was uh, a big influence on him. That yeah. surprised me. That yeah, Aston really Villa had fourteen shots and goals today. That's three key. Yeah. According really? to the stats, they have fourteen goal attempts. Well, look at last time um, Bentaki played. We went there, we lost three two. In a game we should have lost five 0 By the way, and that was all down to Bentaki. I think he scored twice that day. Cleverly, he even scored for Villa, didn't he? Last time we played them. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just can't see any way back for Aston Villa this season. Obviously, you know, I think that's. I think they're gone. I think, I think, think that's it. Now. Yeah, I think that's, that's it with Villa. That's now. their season finish. Been there was a little know. revival a couple of weeks ago, wasn't there, where they where they beat Norwich and, and, and that was. A, but I think, yeah, Villa looked in. It is solid. It's so you've got to go down. I tell you what, it's a bad, it's a bad uh, example when using one game as a revival. Do you win one game and it's classed as a revival? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that sets an hour and a half. <laughs> but I think uh, you know right. bring, a lot of their judgments bringing in certain managers and selling certain players has been it's been a, a you know a concoction of mistakes probably for the and, and, and if, if if the truth be told Villa have got away with relegation for the past two or three years yeah. could have gone oh, down right, any yeah. one of them seasons definitely it's just gravity at the end I mean, we, we, like hanging on the edge of the yeah car, the, the, we, we, we keep selling the best players you're only going to go one way we touched on it before just earlier on when we mentioned about getting the likes of you know, a Tony Pulis in at the beginning yeah. of the season or yeah. you know, a quarter way through the season, that could have potentially saved their Premier League status. Yeah. And the board have, and, have and for me, the flag the, board, the board have basically waved the white flag and yeah. thought, hang on a minute, well, we need to start planning for next season when we're in the Championship. So if the board have given up, what hope of anyone else got? Absolutely. Yeah. And, that's, and there's no, you know, to, you can't fucking, you can't. Criticised their fans for acting the way they did tonight in Villa Park. I know there was uh, a lot of empty seats, but especially when we went three 0 down, I noticed it, that there was a lot of them vocally expressing their support for for, for Aston Villa, mm. but they disgusted the board and what happened. And then obviously they had the walkout in seventy four yeah. minutes. So to be honest, I mean, I'm not the biggest fans myself, Villa. 
after the old David Moyes thing, I remember mm. when he was trying to say they had him, but you know, they are one of the biggest clubs in the Premier League, whether you like it or not, and it'd yeah. be sad to see them go down. Yeah. But it's inevitable, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just hope Everton is <coughs> in that position. But um after that boys, Lukaku scored, uh Villa got one back. It was a bit frustrating, wasn't it, you know, in terms of yeah. the, the clean sheet status, but it's a win. And it's what? What is it? Our fifth win in six. Yes, Looking yeah, over yeah. to settle there. Yeah, the it's held us up to like yeah, stato, stato, call, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got our resident stato. <laughs> it's, it's our fifth win in six, is yeah. it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we're now on, our, we're now on the bottom of the first page of the league table. <laughs> I think there's a lot to be said. Right. So we moved, into, we moved into the top half at the expense of Crystal Palace. Wasn't Crystal it? Palace, who were absolutely sinking. Crystal Palace, West Brom. Uh, yeah. West Brom are down here, aren't they? Mid- Who else? Watford? Did Watford? Oh, Watford played the man on that, don't they? This, yeah. this season for Everton, you know, we're sitting in 10th and we're only six points off 5th. There's still a lot of, there's still a lot of uh, points exactly. to play and, for. And West Ham on Saturday is massive. Oh, I'm not going to say must win because we won't win it. But it's... I'll be, right, I'll be win. I, <laughs> Let me stop you there, right? We'll get to West Ham in a minute. Okay. So basically, where are we in the table? We're in the top we're, half now. We're, sit, we're sitting 10th at the moment and... We're currently six points off fifth, and we've got a goal difference of plus thirteen. The only team above us who are anywhere really near us on a goal difference level are Man United on plus, plus ten. Plus thirteen. We're plus thirteen goals. Uh, it's just insane, isn't it? When you think. And you hear the goals we've conceded, and we're yeah. still plus thirteen. Exactly. We had four against uh, Stoke. It was four. It was at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah. Uh, three against Bournemouth. Three against Chelsea. And we're still on plus thirteen. It's unbelievable. The only the only teams who are above us and have conceded more goals, believe it or not, are Chelsea. Can Chelsea this season have conceded thirty eight goals? And that's probably the first two or three matches probably under Mourinho. Yeah. How, how bad they were. Yeah, so I mean, you know, this season isn't over and done with by any stretch. You know, we can still potentially finish fifth. It's important that go. we keep hold of that fact. There you go. There's you know. a, um, Fifth, no, right, right. There's a statement in itself. After last season, the nightmare that was last season, if you said we'd finish fifth this season, then everyone would have said, well, well, that's a massive improvement. You know, potential of a cup win. And if you look at the FA Cup, who's left in that, every chance we can win that. I want to get that printed on my back. Mark says we can win the FA Cup. He said all things we can finish fifth. Darren, what are you going to say? We'll win the title next year? Yeah, go ahead, why not? Yeah, I'll get the old yeah. spine. Right. Tattoos there, lads. We're, we're loaded now, aren't we? Yeah, we're loaded. Really, money, 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 yeah. like Harper said at the yeah. start. The open top bus is already getting painted blue as we speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want a few quid tonight with a back myself yeah. with Funes Money first fucking goal, wouldn't I? <laughs> why didn't you? Oh. It, was ri- it was written in the start. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> no, but... Just touching on um, a couple of the past couple of weeks, we don't have to uh, go into great detail, but the West Brom game was yeah. a bit of, let's be honest, just a, bit of a, a bump in the road in terms of recent form. Yeah. Um, it was a shit day, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was just the smashing grab, West Brom. Typical, typical, what I thought as well, it always seems to happen with Everton. You looked at the results and you thought, you know what, if we get a, a win here, yeah. we, we bridge the gap, and it's whenever that happens, we get beat. Yeah. And you, you think, do you know what? The classic one was class Crystal Palace Champions League. We'd won seven on the spin, eight, and then Arsenal were on their knees, and and he decided to go four two four, and, and I, then McCarthy was injured, and, and we lost the game. I said this. I said Golden this last chance. season to to a few of the lads who was having a pint in the pub, and I said I don't want next season, meaning this season, to turn into a what if, yeah. and that's exactly what it turns into. 
you know, I'm what on. if we'd have held on to them three points away to Bournemouth? You know, what if it started Joel in August what and if, kept with them? You know, would have beat Norwich. There's a million. There's a million of what ifs. Yeah. If we did hold on to them points, Chelsea. Who knows? If we'd have beat Chelsea three two, I'd have still had my mobile phone with me. Well, I, you I, wouldn't I, have a hole in your wall. No, <laughs> I honestly thought after the after the weekend that we just had, I was yeah. saying before I said I honestly said you could have about fifty quid on Villa winning. So you could do an Everton to get beat. Yeah. I really did. I love the way we're not talking about what's happened over the weekend. It's like the big Christmas present that we're waiting towards at the end, isn't it? We all know it's there. Yeah. None of us have opened it yet. Yeah. <laughs> it is though. It's, it's, you know, things happen with Everton and you think it's ifs, buts and maybes, isn't it? But as as said, I just said then about the league, you know, we're not far off, to be honest, a couple of wins away and the West Ham game's massive, isn't it? Yeah, but, huge. Uh, see, but um, I said this against West Brom and, and we collapsed. No, but this is, yeah. I'd say this so what's is bigger. What's your views on West Ham? They're doing well. Um, they're I, doing well, but they're I think they're it's going to be a big game. Really the biggest game for a while. They're trying to create this phony rivalry with us. Which only exists with them talking about us. We're, we're, we're like they're like a wasp with a picnic. I think it's on Twitter, you know. Yeah, it's just a Twitter war, isn't it? Do you think? Yeah. Hey, by, by the way, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think West Ham will come to Goodison, and they'll want to win that game. Oh yeah, they'll be coming. They won't be coming sure. sitting back. They're sitting six at the moment. They're a yeah. point. They're a point behind Man United. It's the play to our hands. This guy I'm is. Four, I'm four. This guy is, We need to get this guy in more <laughs> often. <laughs> <laughs> we need that's someone all. who's organised this with the stats. <laughs> don't imagine you might be start charging us. Yeah, you. <laughs> The f- I think the four points behind Man City were sitting in four. So if, if, you know, if they come with results of Goodison there, you know, their, See, their mindset's going to be. It's not just us thinking, it's there for us. Absolutely, it's, yeah. You know, the likes of West Ham. Tottenham are thinking, Tottenham must be thinking, this is I. You know. After the West Ham game, yeah. um, there's loads to get through here still, lads. I'm sorry, we have to. Uh, Gonna have to just keep going game at a time. <coughs> After the West Ham game, we've got Chelsea at home, but Bournemouth away. Comfortable win in the end, would you say? The penalty yeah. miss. Fully expected us to win. I wasn't even worried when they would give a penalty, to be honest, even if we didn't want one. I was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I was really confident at that game. Thought we were going to make the same mistake twice. Revenge for the 3 all draw. Yeah. I, again, though, I, I just don't think it was vintage ever. No, it wasn't. I think 2 0 right. flattered us, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, honestly, do. Though, I honestly do. It th- was not a Lonsdale in sight. Not one. Not one. And Barkley's goal to flattered off Gosling's fucking leg as well, the shit house. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, and we didn't concede at 10 past 5. Or whatever yeah. it was. But if, if we'd have got that look, as you just said yeah. there, with that deflection off Barkley, we'd have got that look against. Um, West Brom at home. Yeah. You know, it it's ten types of games, isn't it? It's, it's small margins again. Yeah. But as I said, I don't think we were um we were no, you're right. but again, by any means shown enough going forward to win the game. So it's like you know, if we do get it right, someone's in for uh, the mother of all patients. Well I could say that the you you look back at like say uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's Man United, sometimes yeah. they were dog tight. Yeah, but he won the game. Find a way to yeah. It's a sign of a good team. Yeah, it's finding a way to win when you're not playing well. Endless encounters with leads, but ended up winning as well. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're playing this lovely football, it's all working, and we're scoring like six against Sunderland. It's easy. It's the games when you're not playing well. It's finding a way to win, and we couldn't do that against West Brom. You spot it tonight. Yeah. So we did find a way to win. You still got to you know beat a Premier League team away from home. And we beat them, and then we got drawn against Chelsea. So, 
that's next Saturday, a yeah. week Saturday after the West Ham games. You've got West Ham, Chelsea, <coughs> and then Arsenal, if I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks on the Massive. run, because of some park on Saturdays. I mean, I mean, if you're looking at three wins there, you, the, the doors slam wide open on our season. It's a very different Chelsea team to the one that we faced I th- I was gonna say, in I, September. I think without that's a without a doubt. After them games. What do you think they're doing? I don't know. That's probably the stand that seems to be doing that. Personally, I think the crowd's going to have a big say in that. I think, you know. But I think, we're, we're, I think we're looking at a totally. What's going on at the weekend? We're, we're looking at a totally different. It's a totally I'll different look, mindset, isn't look, it? Look at oh, the yeah. way we've all, you know, if you look, just look at Twitter for a barometer. There'll be all sunshines and rainbows at Goodison Park. There yeah. won't be a great Everyone will be handing over tennis for the £6.20 meal deal with yeah. a smile on the face. Yeah. They won't be asked. <laughs> you, you, you have no laugh, aren't you? No, yeah, mate, to keep the change. A warm. This warm channel <laughs> tastes like piss anymore. Oh, hey, tell you what, this channel is going down. It tastes Jeez. like a fucking rainbow. This fellow's going to install radiators and no, uh, what was I going to say? Refrigerators. <laughs> I mean, just looking at the draw, <laughs> it, you know, Chelsea, if we had if we drawn them away, totally different game. Yeah. But to draw them at home in the FA Cup, I think it's just a. And as, a half as they say, so we half a goodness and it'll be bad. We like um, if we imagine done them in the cup the other year, didn't we? When Heisinger, uh, uh, oh, beautiful. Yeah, That's what. Penalties. But yeah. this reminds you of '95. Do you remember when we played Newcastle in the quarter final? That type of game where Newcastle were a good team, and and we didn't, you know, we got through it. It's I one of them. that the crowd's going to play a match. I think goodness will be like a bear pit. There. Yeah. Like half of them will be pissed, and it'll just yeah. be. Um, Great, but we need. I think we need to start quick. Definitely. Yeah. If we, we start slow and the the crowd start getting there, I think we need to start quick and keep the crowd. I think yeah, man, the penalty's dropping markers there though. We are starting a lot quicker than lately. Aren't I've we? noticed Look at that. Our yeah. Goals. yeah. We're Chelsea. scoring a lot earlier. And Diego Costa and that, the likes of winding him up, it'd be fucking great. Yeah, I think Funes has the potential to be a great night. It'd be great if Bessis was fit for that one. Yeah. I mean, to, as you just pointed out there, Diego Costa, but you know, if, if he's fit and, and he plays, then, you know, him and Funes Mori could oh, be an that absolute, is, you know, that, that's, that's going to be a battle. Do you know man. what, it's Malfour and it's almost, you know. That'll be a battle. So, yeah, so and Lukaku, let's hope Lukaku, for the once, really wants to show his, his, his old club what he's about. Because he hasn't already. done it, has he? No, no, Chelsea? not against Chelsea. No, and just things out of sorts. You think it's the same thing against us? He's got a stadium to goal at the season. Bob Latchford style. I mean, what perfect. And then the fella starts. He's going to score eight against West Ham. But we'll get beat 9 8. The rest of the teams in it Redden v Palace, Arsenal v Hull. Sorry, Arsenal or Hull v Watford or Man United v West Ham, you know. You'd have to fancy it there, wouldn't you? But the moment we get excited, we get disappointed. So let's not get excited, lads. No, right? no. we're not going to get excited. Let's just say it's going to be a bear pit. Everyone's going to be £10 for the £6 meal deal. Yeah. Diego Costa's going to get bullied by Funes Mori and that's yeah. it. But good luck to Chelsea in the cup final. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Atkinson's <laughs> <Mark laughs> referee yeah. and then we can forget it. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah. So um, obviously the next item we've got to talk about here, lads, is um, a massive thing that's happened over the weekend. You got enough time? You got to get off, haven't you? Um, the investment issue. What investment? Well, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. No, it's, it's not, a, not it's anymore. It's um, it's an investment it's news a Christmas over the present. Week. I would say that an issue. More like Mark, Mark the Blues a being fucking doing four goals down County Road since <laughs> two o'clock on Saturday afternoon. I think the fact that I've been skipping round work uh, on Monday and Tuesday, Monday felt like a Friday yesterday. To be honest, so it's been. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like 
I've been moaning about all this for so long now on Twitter. And, and this is just... It's just amazing what's going on now. You look a bit emotional there. Yeah, yeah. No, this is like... You know, this is all of it. You know, it's not... No one gives a shit what I think. But I know a lot of blues think this club's been on the on the cusp of something big for a long time. Good teams, but never had that money to press on when we've had it. I just think now, the, I don't know, all endless doors have opened for us now. I think the time, it's, it couldn't have happened at a better time. Yeah. We've got a young, exciting team with, a, I'd say, two or three players yeah. off, which have, by all accounts, this 100 million he's saying is available for players. Yeah. Um, then maybe it's unbelievable. We could just need these few players, and it could. Imagine two or three years' time, we get these couple of players in. We've got a nice new. We are we're teetering on the edge of something great. I really do believe yeah, that. Same here. And I just think this is the perfect time for it to happen. Yeah. And and a guy who's obviously showing a bit of intent, you know, and what have you. Just think, man, has his comments about him saying. Um, Mosiri will bring us a different dimension. The vision he's sharing will take Everton to the next level, and every single department will be assessed. So that'd be like, you know, we're talking from the academy to stadiums to. But it isn't that know. good though that this new, what Mr. Mosiri, whatever his name is, he, he's yeah. come in and he's from what what we've heard in the press that he's being sort of earmarked by Kenway for eighteen months. You know, they've been yeah. in contact and stuff. Isn't it? Doesn't it feel refreshing that he's actually got this long-term plan? You know, yeah. they've mentioned the investments in the in the in the eleven or you know in the in the squad. They've mentioned the the ground potentially being either redeveloped or moving and building a new yeah. one. It's quite refreshing to hear that, though, isn't there it? There seems some intent behind it, doesn't yeah. there? Finally, it's not just pie in the cat in pie in the sky type talk. You know, it's like. I don't know, and what what I'm what I like most is that this guy has been around the Premier League for a few years. Now, That's you know? exactly it's what like, I was waiting to I know, say. It's you like know. a new sorry mate, it's like a new signing. There's no better yeah. period. He no, knows no. the score. You know, he's come. See, you know. I was literally with sorry him. mate. He's stolen it right out of your mouth. I was waiting for you to finish for me to get that in. Go but, ahead. Uh, I'll take no, it originally. <laughs> but uh, like these Americans that were coming in, they were coming from a different sport, a different. Like yeah. whole mindset. Well, now we've had this fella who's been at Arsenal. He's come from. He knows football. Yeah. He's coming from football. He, he's he's maybe he's learned at Arsenal because at the time when he's been at Arsenal, yeah. they've re, new ground. Yeah. You know, the Emirates uh, and they've, they've pushed on. They've gone from like and the self sufficient Arsenal now. And maybe he's he's done his learning period with there, and hopefully we're we going to get the benefit of that. We will do. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. Get the the fruits of Arsenal's success. And Arsenal stopping us to get him, or maybe us went off involved. You know, it's like um, I mean, their, their loss could be our game. Just looking at the, the comments from the Arsenal fans on Twitter about this investment for Everton, and a lot of them are quite disappointed that he's actually left Arsenal. Really? You know, yeah. a lot of them are like, you know, you know they wanted Cronky's got a they, they wanted him and and Usman off in charge of Arsenal. He's all yeah, yeah. Cronky at the hell. No. You know, so looking at from a from that point of view. Yeah, that's, it, can, that's it, can only be, it can only be brilliant for Everton, can't it? Yeah. Know? But to, as I said, it could be the famous last words, this. <laughs> it can't be any worse. Because mm, no. Ken Wright, he had no money. He had nothing to put in. So even if this other fella doesn't, just gives us a new stadium and then, and then take, does one. takes a bit off. Yeah, takes, yeah. He takes a bit out of it and, and he eventually makes a, a bit of money on Everton. 
if he's got us, he's gonna have to put money in a little bit. Yeah, and there's no way we're not improving off this. No, what I mean, even if it long term he doesn't invest like. We're, yeah. we're all looking at now we took over he's got billions we're all thinking of Bramovich you yeah. say the way you do automatically but even if he just puts a little bit in gets us a new stadium and then yeah. and then he, he takes a little bit out back out the club Yeah. but we've got a new stadium we've got the TV money we, we're self-sufficient we don't have to rely then, on nobody we've then got a platform to build again exactly you know, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's enough I, 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 I think that Everton was probably the ideal opportunity for him in all fairness, I mean, obviously, all we're doing is we're looking at what the press is saying, and you know, yeah. if, if, by all accounts, this machinery fella, he just wants a project to get his teeth into. <laughs> what bigger project is it than? It's, not we are the standout club uh, amongst them all. You know, we, we haven't attracted any investment. I've got a history that most clubs can only dream of. Mm. That's because we have to say after. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. We haven't been for sale. Maybe fella Green's getting fed up with it all. <laughs> but that's just maybe, my conspiracy maybe, theory. Maybe things <coughs> in the background are forced, forced the hand, and now we are for sale. Now we was readily I for sale. I don't know when you, when you, um, if you, if you watched Martinez's press conference when obviously all this sort of come out in his first press conference. Yeah, you got to stop watching. Watching Martinez's press conferences will baffle me. Well, this, me. this, this is this one was, was, this is I was just gonna yeah. ask because. The, the first press conference that, I, that I'd seen, obviously when the takeover or the investment came, yeah, he looked like, and I mentioned it on Twitter, he looked like the cat that got the cream. Yeah. He couldn't stop smiling. He, you're right. He, look, he looked, he's excitable at the best of times, but he looked excited, you know, with a reason, didn't he? You know what I mean? It's just crazy. He looked like the kid in the sweet shop, didn't he? It, it was almost like he, he knows what the next sort of, one, two, three, four year plan is. Yeah. You know, it, it's almost like he's, he's in, the machine he's injected the new lease of life into Everton Football Club. And, yeah. he, and he has financially. And simultaneously, every single blew out there. And it's <laughs> just, it's just blown up into this big massive cloud of sort of optimism. But then, I'm getting, there's no, I'm not hearing any dissenting voices. Tony Scott was on, on Twitter saying, this guy, this guy means business. You know, this guy isn't, you know, he can but see some of the good times. I normally before though, you know, um, he comes in, he, a new investor to the club. He's not, he's not gonna take a back seat and, and be a businessman and you know, be an unknown, no. unknown to supporters. He's, he's basically come to the fore and said, "Listen, I'm got, I've got money for a, a new ground. You know, I want to invest in the first team. I'm in this for the long haul, and I want to work in, in collaboration with Ken Wright and Woods." Um, yeah. And, and work with them and I don't think they'll step away until the time is probably right and I know we won't get into the old Ken Wright debate no, but, I, but actually, I, think, I actually think Ken Wright can be of help in this situation well I think it, you know, it's he essential he understand that he is yeah, yeah. Football club. Yeah. And, and, and for the first time ever I'm going to say I'm, I'm kind of glad he is there for a little bit because this guy is not going to come in and do Vincent Sam do what he wants change things about he's got someone there who you know it's been as much as his downfall it could come out, you know, as a massive Anatolian knows what the club's about. I mean, for, for me, the interesting part of this is, and a lot of people have alluded to, is the 49.9% stake that he's I invested. That, that's only the beginning. I, I th- yeah, I, yeah I, I agree with you there, to be honest. And, yeah. and I, personally, and I've again, I've probably mentioned that on Twitter once or twice, but I think Usmanov will have a big say in, in what's going to happen in the next because these two, are, club. according to reports, these two are as tight as can be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure he and I mean, I've, I've said it before, and I was, I was in Wales and I was talking to a few of the lads, and um, 
I mentioned about Usmanov buying Mercedes shares of Arsenal, yeah. and people are saying, you know, he wants to invest more in Arsenal, but but that, he's, I think he's that was to give Mercedes a leg up. To, to I do, and yeah. I think obviously the cheapest option was it was either you buy out Usmanov or you buy out Mercedes. Yeah. Now, obviously, the cheaper option is to buy out Mashiri because Uzmov has got the money to do that. The most so, you know, it. That, and then who's to say he won't sell all them shares to Cronky? He doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. And, and then Everton can really. It's yeah. going to be the same. Stubbornness at boardroom level could be completely out of game. You know. Whereas at Everton, you know, we might be more open to ideas and open to a new vision. It's for the, the stadium. If, if we get it going, then there's no stopping us. There really is. I mean, we, we mentioned it before about about it. It's just refreshing to have that sort of plan. Mm. You know, we've been crying out for it yeah. for you know for how many years. You know, all all we want as an Evertonian is a vision and a plan to say. And, and it gives us that hope. Yeah, and we want to end up in yeah, the Champions yeah. League. We want to be pushing for titles, and this man can potentially bring them. Definitely exciting times. I feel like I feel like the day we signed Kinchelskis. But it's been going on for a week now, so uh, long may it continue. <laughs> the missus has seen a whole different person. I mean, for making bruise now, haven't I? It's, it's all going on for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is happy. You're growing your hair back yeah. and now you're making bruise. Yeah. Right. But the thing I said the other day, and I, you know what, like, uh, you know, I, you speak from, when you speak on this and we speak on Twitter, and a lot of people aren't on Twitter. A lot of Evertonians aren't yeah. on Twitter. Mm, yeah. But the ones that you do speak to, you're like, you know, there seems to be a, still the divisions are still there and a bit of a bit of point scoring, I would say. Yeah, too much point um, scoring, if you ask me. Yeah. And people are saying, well, you know, the, the ones who are anti-border, you know, need to eat humble pie and all that. Right now, let me speak, man. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. You think I'm a full-time presenter? Um, <laughs> well, I actually, sorry, <laughs> man. I actually think. Um, Everyone just needs to draw a line under a lot of it because you know I've sat here around this table myself and up being openly critical yeah. at, at everyone at the club. And, think, yeah. But the thing is, I've sat here and I've also praised people where it's due. And I think, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and praise the likes of fucking Robert Hale, Robert Elstone, people like that. Maybe, but maybe Ken Wright um, does actually need a bit of um, praise and and you know support for for the fact that what happens uh, with this machinery investment. Yeah, and you know people will say, well, you know, you need to. Forget about what you've used in the past. It, it, that's a bit naive to say, well, you're not going to draw a line under everything else because this has happened now. But I think this is a yeah. time to be positive for Evertonians and not draw on all these things that have gone in the past. So yeah. There's no two sides to it anymore. There's not anti Ken Wright and, and um, pro Ken Wright. And, you know, we've had all this stuff before about certain fan groups and yeah, what yeah. I think there's no time for that now. I think we need to look forward and think, this guy's come on board. He's come on board for the right reasons, as you said before, Sedo. He's um, he's looking at investing in the ground, investing in the players. It's a vision for the club. It's it's something to sort of something we've all to learn from, yeah. And I think yeah. that's probably not something we've maybe lacked over the past decade. And I know mm. people might say Ken Wright's got the best interests at Everton at heart. You probably disagree, but. Yeah. There's been examples of where Everton have failed and Everton have gone wrong yeah, and Everton have that's, done that's, a lot of things that's, wrong. That's what was my point was I didn't want everyone just completely forgetting 16 years of, you know, I, and I love Ken Wright when he first joined but a lot of things went wrong that, that turned me against him. Um, but we've got to give credit where it's due now we have to because he's done the right thing but ultimately you don't find a taxi driver who turns up three hours late. You get it in, go for the ride. <laughs> so there you go, there's one scenario. But I, 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 I honestly think we'll 
but this is this, you know, we, we need, just got to unite behind this. The club needs new life. One hundred percent. The club needs new life from and, and, top to bottom. And I think I think this uh, machinery will bring that. And I think you're absolutely spot on when you say about drawing the line under it. You know, what's gone previous, yeah. as you say, draw the line under it. Let's let's get on with the sort of the new chapter of Everton Football Club. Now. Yeah. You know, we've got this investment. Let's embrace it. Let's yeah. Let's, let's, right. draw, let's draw the line under the sands. Let's say. forget it. Yeah. And let's let's kick on now. Yeah. You know, it's it's a massive football club with massive potential. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I still think some changes need to be needed at board level. The likes of probably Elstone, for one. I think you know. Yeah. I think he's run his course now. I think it's, it's probably next to... door on the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm yeah. Doesn't doesn't seem like the type of guy he puts up with incompetence quite a lot. So. But you know the machinery who's just come in. He's a businessman at the end of the day. You know he's not going to take any shift from anyone. You know if he's got that forty nine percent. You know he's the largest shareholder at the club now. Ultimately, he can't yeah. make all the decisions because it still needs the other members to Robert make all the decisions. Robert Elston is sleeping too long at the moment. Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's, uh, he's a, a dead man walking person. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to want his own. He's going to want his own staffing. You know, it's, yeah. that, it's that simple. I think we're all agreed though that it's a, a massive step for Everton. It's huge. When that news broke on Saturday, it sort of come behind the back door. You know, there was talk of you know the, the two Yanks and people are maybe a bit more hesitant with them and American history. Sorry. The history of American investors in the Premier yeah, League is maybe not, not as gone as, as, a, as you know, as successfully as others. So this guy's come in, and you know, to be to be fair, I I think we all need to embrace it, and yeah, it's it need to move on now. And it yeah, feels you know, right. Don't get me wrong. You still have your grievances with Martinez, you know, and, and, and you know Ross Barkley, and Lukaku, and, and we'll still get beat one or alone by West Brom. Exactly. Well, you know, we'll still have them yeah, faults, but we need to we've now got ninety be, other points behind us. We'll be we've honest. got these players in place. <laughs> we've got the young manager, and yeah, you know, I lost a lot of faith in Martinez a while back, and I've been openly critical. A lot of people call for his head, but. At the end of the day, if he's going to be part of the project, we need to accept it and go forward Absolutely. now with new investment, new money, new ideas, that manager in place, this crop of players, but we're adding to that crop of players as yeah. well and going forward as a football yeah. club. We're now saying to our best players, are you good enough for us, not the other way around? Exactly. What, what excites me about the investments is a billionaire who's just invested in a football club will know another billionaire. Well, this and is what I've been reading. Know another billionaire. It's got a knock-on effect. They you know that, yeah. that, that billion, that billion pounds, whatever it is, investment in Everton Football Club doesn't stop there. No, you know, further no. down the line, someone else wants a we're, bit. We're of already starting sponsorship deals with Avon Tires. I think it was, and you know, these all of a sudden, all of a sudden, these things are starting to come in. County Road becomes the golden man. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, stop a curry, it. a curry house on every corner. Casinos, on casinos, every oh. yeah. It'll be like Back to the Future 2 with Beth's house. Women on on a a pole, (coughs) casinos, massages, hot flannels, Everton on 15 tellies, we're winning 12 (laughs) 0. You can just see it now, can't you, Mark? And and Liverpool Football Club will be but a distant memory. Never mind, I was there, but I can't be like one of the Beatles. (laughs) I've said all as well, he's got no fucking hair. He's got less hair than me. Stressed that. That's, that's, that's the Everton effect. You can tell yeah. he's only been sporting them for hours. <laughs> <last enough. laughs> he's only started showing interest since his fellas took over. What are your, what are your thoughts on um, Usman often? Do, do you think he could um, potentially yeah, I throw think his at There's no smoke without fire here. There's going to be that the potential for rumour, isn't it? Mm. Especially with um, if the tight. links with, with Mashiri. And I just think Mashiri's been sent ahead. 
and it really feels like that. You know yeah. what I mean? You go and start it. You know, pick up a broom, and I'll be around surely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's, 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 it just feels yeah. like that. That's you know? the way it feels. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Because Osmanov, for years we've been reading about him getting nowhere at Arsenal, desperately trying to take over or gain buy more shares, and he's getting nowhere. Doesn't you know? I just I don't know. I'm just so thrilled. So well, I just think we're going to see some star <laughs> players come in. It's all very. Um, it, it seems like I feel, it, it I seems feel like legit, doesn't it? It seems legit and close knit. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think that's probably what Ken Wright's been looking for. Let's be and honest. He's done well. He's certainly kept it close to his, you know. But time will tell whether he's done well or Mark. I think. Oh yeah, you know, he's done well you know in, I mean? in, get, in getting the fella in. This has to be the best for the club, and yeah. on the face of it, people can talk around about being billionaires, which I have done myself. Uh, the past couple of days it's great isn't it though to enjoy of course it, it is because it gets everyone else's it. it gets everybody else's back up for a start you know I want to become hated Evan too nice too nice Absolutely. a football club I want us to become resented so you know Martinez is talking it up Ken Wright's talking it up yeah. all Evertonians are talking it up do, do you know what I like what, what Martinez has said in the press conference is the he'll, he'll embrace the pressure that comes with the investments yeah. Now I I don't think an Everton manager really <coughs> has been under that pressure. No. And it probably goes with the players as well to a certain degree. You know we haven't had that pressure for. No, God you're knows right. How it's long. been far too cosy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all no sort of nicey, nicey. Everton, the people's club, and all that. I yeah. think Now it's time to sort of change that. The pressure's on. It's like Chelsea managers are under. We don't want that way of chopping and changing. But you know what I mean. You've got to deliver. It, at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the day. You want that football club to start winning trophies and, that's and what, ultimately yeah. getting into the Champions League. Ball dream intent is what we've been missing. You know, no key lack of, but now it looks like we've got it. Well, that's what, in, just I'm following felt. on what you've said then about um, you know investments and what, what it could potentially mm-hmm. do for Everton. Uh, I asked a few supporters on Twitter today, earlier today, done a bit of a vote and said, like, if Roberto gets money, would you trust him to spend well with the money? You know? Yeah. And a lot of people come back with valid points and said, well, actually, at the end of the day, he's only signed a couple of bad ones. The rest has been great. And when, when, he, when he put it to you like that, it's like, it's great. But I, I just thought to myself, you know, confidence in a manager may not, it's, it's nowhere near than what it was, you know, 18 yeah. months, two years ago. So let's get the views. But to be honest, 72% said yes. I think there's about 600 votes. I'm surprised. No, 600 people is not. I don't think it'd be that high. Is, is only a minor fraction of Evertonians. But yeah. on social media, six, uh, from about 600 people, it was 72% said yeah. But that's so still 28% said no. It yeah. still gives you a sort of snapshot of the confidence that Evertonians yeah. will have yeah, yeah. in them, you know, spending that sort of money. I mean, you know, Machine, he's, he's a self made billionaire. You know, you're not, a billionaire, you're not a billionaire for nothing. You know, he, he does stuff right and he does yeah. it the right way so if, he's if not he's, used to failure I'm if guessing. he's got that confidence in the management to spend yeah. his money how, we, how they see fit then you know crack on without yeah. a doubt yeah and I asked I just basically put on uh, Twitter and said some what do, what do you think the investment will mean for Everton FC and um, Callum Jones started us off and he basically said give us hope and let us be a force again I was two the last time he won something and I just won a trophy I feel old now because I was 15 <laughs> <laughs> Um, Neil Martin said quite simply Mr Moshiri and his investment will enable Neil Satis Optimum to become our standard again that, I Which, think that says it all to be honest mm. well that's it yeah but 
you know, you like to think that that Mashiri buys into it and what Ken Wright said and what Mashiri yeah, said yeah. and what other people have said, he will buy into it. Yeah, and like I say, a Premier League, you know, uh, Toffee Nichols, but hopefully uh, build on the great foundations we have in place at the moment. We've all said it before, Everton just needs tweaking. You'd, you'd have to agree with that then. You know, I think tweaking in a, in a sort of, you know, I think he's spot on, Toffee Nick, what he's saying. It's just at the end there, Everton needs tweaking. I mean, personally, I don't think we need, don't get me wrong, I, think, I still think we need a little bit of investment on the pitch, but the nucleus is there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of positive things that we can take from the current squad that we've got now. Yeah. It just needs a little bit of tweaking, as, uh, as uh, Nick said. Yeah, absolutely. Dave O'Keefe, uh, redeveloped Goodison Park, sack Elston, sideline BK, and Walrus Woods. <laughs> <laughs> You'd expect nothing else from O'Keefe, would you? I'd expect <laughs> nothing else from O'Keefe if, if, if he'd put one way to praise it there, I'd have fainted. Goodison Falls actually says uh, change the mentality to a winning mentality, which is, which is something that sort of lies deep with me. I, I think the whole man. Anyway. Change the mentality to a winning mentality. Get rid of the frauds. Still wary of this investment. Though. Yeah. So he's he's obviously cagey with his approach. I don't think Moshiri is going to put up with Elston celebrating the goal drawn at Arsenal and the shells. I mean, yeah. you know, that's not. That, I think that's that's what that alludes to a little bit. I think, I think small time mentality. And again, I think Goodison Falls there when he says about the the changing the mentality to to a winning one. He's I on. think yeah. you know Martin has alluded to it in his press conference about Bill Kenwright and himself embracing the pressure that comes with the investment so I think he's absolutely spot on with the sort of change in the mentality about the football club well I've, 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 I've said it before in the past and you know fucking hell, I've repeated myself a, new, a number of times in certain articles and what have you about the mentality about Everton and that's the thing that I see yeah. I, I love going to Everton and I love being an Evertonian but I don't love Always coming second best, and no. mm. that's that's been a, a bugbear of mine as a thirty-year-old man, and just I just want this fucking because you see other people winning and progressing and being vibrant around you, want you and you want us. that for yeah. yourself, yeah, you yeah. want it for yourself, one hundred percent. Watch Toffee, um, whoever he is, the man of mystery. He's out the there, or lady of mystery. Who knows? Oh, lady of mystery. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We can't no, be sexist. No, no. Oh, I'd like to say that to be a woman. Martinez's bird. Could, could, could be. be. Yeah. Could yeah. be. Yeah. It could be Woods's bird. He was in the crowd tonight. But he won't. He w- yeah. I didn't see a tweet. He or she won't, <laughs> won't show the face on the podcast. So, uh, but they'll <laughs> get uh, they'll get the views read out. So we basically watched off. He says invest and improve on the pitch to win, and offered further increased reputation and commercial revenue. Um, pretty much bang on, isn't it? Really? Yeah. What, what I think both going hand in hand. Yeah. I think a lot of the deals in the past and. Um, Probably watch Toffee's referring to the probably the Kipbag deal and you yeah. know there's there's deals like that at Everton what really don't sit right with the fans and obviously commercially doesn't really bring in the revenue that a club of Everton size should be sort of bringing in to compete. Totally agree. Even in the top ten. Yeah. You know and that's that even is the very elite to a degree. This yeah. Season, so, so to far, have that yeah. investment from uh, Mashiri and obviously his sort of business acumen. It just, just feels things. like the goalposts have been moved at Everton. No. Yeah. Things aren't. Things aren't as cosy anymore. Everyone's under pressure, and I think we're going to be the beneficiaries of that. To be honest, I think that it, we've talked Bain about before. Option Modern day businesses, yeah, um, pressure to succeed. Yeah, yeah. People in positions. Well, we're all under that pressure. And everyone is. You yeah. go, you do your job. You do yeah. your job. I do my job. You're in a pressure to succeed, 
ultimately we support a football club that is a business. We yeah. want them to succeed. <coughs> Maybe people have been in positions in the past that are not going to make see us progress. No. And, I think now maybe that's opened a few doors. I'll be amazed if you see a magnificent seventh DVD if we finish the seventh under this fella. No. There won't be anything magnificent until or a it's a victories over Liverpool DVD maybe. A victories over Liverpool, yeah. Don't get me started on all that anyway. <laughs> just to finish lads, there's a, some any other business, um, there's a few other pointers and then just a little quick look at the forthcoming fixtures. Yeah. Um, so... First of all, Mo Bezic signed a five-year contract. Fantastic news. I think he's a player who's improving. Summarise it in, in a minute. In a minute. Yeah. Fantastic player who's improving week on week, becoming a cult hero. Bit of a Joe Parkinson. Maybe even a Joe Parkinson alleviate that call in the future. So we get the, the, the dream team. I love Bezic. I think he's, I think he's a quality player. Great news. There you go. 35 seconds. <laughs> I love players who show the passion on the pitch. Yeah, and for me, Mo Bessage typifies what it means to play for them football club. You can see yeah. every time he crosses that white line, he gives one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, which is probably why he's injured half the time. But that's, that's, yeah. a, that's maybe a, that's just knocks down to one hundred percent. Just take it down a notch. But yeah, you know, great news for him and great news for us. I think a player who's only going to get better and better as well. Yeah. I think he like goals to his game as well. But he's still only young as well, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. A tremendous I mean, to, to give him a five-year deal at the time that the investments just come in shows that they've got the faith in him to yeah. to so carry on for that five years. But they know he's going to become some some mouth-watering yeah. prospects going yeah. on there. Yeah. Also, a couple of uh, transfer rumours: Alfonso Pedraza and Kalidou Kulabali. Kulabali. I'm saying that after a few scoops down County Road. The Pedraza deal, reading the report on that, feels like it's one of them that's already kind of done. You know what I mean? Like, um, well, the Echo was reporting Manus. one, and Calcio Mercato were reporting the other, so make it that what you will. Yeah, don't know about Which Calcio Which one's more credible Mercato. than the other, you know what I mean? I mean, it's uh, a, I assume Calcio Mercato were more credible. I, guess, I, mean, I, I don't know much about Pedraza, I'll be honest. You know, no, I can't. Listen to Statman here playing the town now. He definitely knows about Pedraza. You've caught Statman over this one. Spain under 19 star. Yeah, see, whenever I think of that, I think of Al Riera for Liverpool or, or you know, put the amount of useless left wingers they've had from Spain. But it's another winger. You know, yeah, do we need another winger? Mm, no. I can't see there being much in that. Unless this guy is Messi incarnate. <laughs> do we need him? But then we'll, we'll sign Messi anyway, so just, you know, leave him where he is. <laughs> the other one was that Kilabali that Napoli Yeah, I've seen him a few times. I mentioned it before, so like, Funes morning, you're not just playing him on his own and he'll defend. Peter Barley, I've seen him a few times, I've watched a lot of Serie A on BT and, and he's a bit of a Ferrari, Matteo Ferrari type player, you know. I was gutted when he left, but uh, you know, I don't know, whatever makes us stronger, but if, if that's if he if he improves the squad. Yeah. 100%. Great. If he improves the starting eleven. But like you say, I'm, I'm in love with the Jagielka Funes Mori partnership. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone you never know, much here he might uh, employ you as a scout. Oh, yeah, please, know. definitely. I won't even... I'll just give 400 uh, quid a week, I'll be happy. Long lane. <laughs> long, long, long lane, long Jeffrey lane, Humble, yeah. yeah. Jeffrey Humble. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go and watch well, Messi no, every week. Get down Jericho Lane, yeah. <laughs> See who's, who's the star of the show. Yeah. Um, also, another one, Lukaku was again linked with a move away, but I think we've touched on Lukaku, so it's probably oh, yeah. not fair to come back to it, but... It was uh, a point of discuss. He, he, he will always get linked with a move away. He will, but I think his ego... Such, ratio. I, to be honest, 
it's good that the likes of Lukaku are being linked away because it shows that he's doing something right playing for them football yeah, club. Yeah. You know, he's banging yeah. in the goals. So yeah, you know, you're gonna get that. Aren't I you? can see someone like United making a bid for him, to be honest. But it's like, but I, it, I think we're now we're now the place to be. You know, everyone should want to come and join. What's going on at Everton now? And that's what makes this so exciting. What's know? What's good now, though, if a bid did come in for Lukaku, we're probably in a position now to go. We don't need the money. You know, we're, well, we, he's yeah. under contact at Everton Football yeah. Club. Now, unless like did it with Stones, basically. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 And that, that again, what you say about the investments, it gives us that additional strength and say, well, actually, we've got investments here, yeah. plans for the stadium. This core of players, 40,000 fans every week, there's not much to sort of be negative about, you know what I mean? If people want to go to the so-called top four, it's a a level playing field now with the Premier League, though, isn't it? If you look at it, look at Leicester, look at Tottenham, do you know what I mean? Let's look look at it, lads, in the Premier League this season, with Everton, with a bit more about them, could be up there in the top three. There's no reason why we couldn't have had the season last or that. That's, you know, that's a regret, but, you know... Next season could be better late than Everton. Just looking at sort of the, the Lukaku potential move away from Everton, I think probably a statement of intent really from from the new investor would be to turn around to Lukaku and say, here's a new deal, here's another three, four, five years on top of your contract that you've already got. Mm. And if he signs that yeah. contract, then he's going to, you know, we know the position that Everton's going to be in then. We've well, got I a goal scorer there that's going to bang in 20, 30 goals a season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's building the team around the likes of Lukaku. Said something, Asli, to, to like next season's going to be great, or, you know, like he's known something. You put, you're, you're putting the ball back in Lukaku's court. Yeah. You sort that's of what say, this you know, investment does. It's saying to our past players, you, you know, do you want to be part be moving, of We could be moving on with you now. You're trying to maybe force away, move mm-hmm. away. We, you know. We don't doubt otherwise. It's, it's all good. You know, if you're selling John Stones last summer and then this summer people are looking about actually Ross Barkley or Lukaku's going to get sold then I'm going to get off as well you yeah. know what I mean it's crazy how we were all you know wanting John Stones to stay desperate desperate yeah. and now we can't even get in the team <laughs> it's just but that just shows the strength that we've got in the centre yeah also shows but that was yeah Murray's a good sign we all know Jack Yoke is the captain and yeah. he's a great leader but mm. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. Uh, uh, John Stones is still a great talent. He's going to be a world class player, 100%. and we should embrace that. And he should yeah. stay at Everton. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, we can force we, it doesn't matter. We can't get in the game for eight games. Yeah. We can't get a, a place in the team for eight games. Sorry, but at the end of the day, he's at Everton. He's no one's going to give him my side. No, he can force his way in. Then it's up to Jagielka to get back in. He's one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Last, just to finish off, lastly, uh, there's plans for the Holy Trinity statue apparently at Goodison Park. So just. You're a bit older, Mark, so come on. I'll let you comment on that. Yeah. The very essence of Everton Football Club should should be there, absolutely. It's the lifeblood that goes through the team's life. It's what made me granddad love supporting Everton, it's what, and, and consequently made me support Everton, you know, stuff like that. That's that's just the whole beating heart of our football club, stuff like that. And yeah, the Holy Trinity is just everything. It's just Everton, that's all I can say. Everton. I'll, I'll <laughs> just put it out there if you get this new stadium. Holy, <laughs> Holy Trinity way. Oh, oh, I, I, I'm, oh, loving I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Investment are. Avenue. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Looking down on the red shade road. <laughs> the Moshiri main stands. Mushy. <laughs> <laughs> the boys' pen will get it all back if yeah. we go places, though. 
yeah, you know, yeah. yeah you, you... The John Meadow Street. Instead <laughs> 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 of the Gladys Street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a massive fun pub called Meadows. We'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, no, there was one it's looking things. good, lads. But the last, the last, finally, just the uh, upcoming fixes. Obviously, we discussed a little bit about West Ham, Chelsea yeah. in the Cup. We've got Arsenal. Bit of a breakdown, and we got United and Watford away, so it doesn't exactly get any easier. But you know, Very tough if games. we're gonna mix it, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna have a bit of a run towards the end of the season, then we, we beat West Ham Saturday. Do you know what I mean? We get, we've got Chelsea the following Saturday evening in the cup. Yeah, we could be in the, you know, booking our place. Very tough games, but they also represent an opportunity, only a massive opportunity to make some progress. It's not often to say this, but I think the international break comes just at the right time with the likes of. You know, three tough games: West Ham, Chelsea, and Arsenal. I think the international break comes just at the yeah. right time, yeah. Because we, you know, we we could pick up three points against West Ham, get knocked out the cup, and then go and lose to Arsenal. Yeah. And then you've got the international break yeah. that'll give the players a little bit of sort of yeah, take back seat sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Gather the thoughts, and then we go again against United. So yeah, um, I'm quite United away. Or we could win all three of them and envy. Yeah, so we could work the other way around. Yeah, yeah. So we beat West Ham, Chelsea yeah. and Arsenal yeah. Arsenal beat and lose to United and Watford <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you rather do there though? you have got to be beating Chelsea and you getting back to Wembley the big game is Chelsea yeah, yeah. yeah 100% I, I fancy us against West Ham though you know yeah I reckon we'll beat them just because you know that little mini rivalry that we've created yeah ourselves, yeah absolutely absolutely but um, it's exciting times anyway obviously yeah. the last time we met we won three on the bounce and we were going into the West Brom game. Yeah. Um, things didn't work out against West Brom, but since no. then we've bounced back against Bournemouth and Aston Villa. We've been majority share, uh, shareholders yeah. taking in an interest. Mo Bezic signed a contract. It's all great. It's all been, it's all been rosy in the garden, hasn't it, since that West Brom game? So much optimism. So much optimism. Let's hope it continues. So there we go. Um, well, I think we should draw a line under that then. How long will we go there? Absolutely. Yeah. One hour and twenty-one minutes. Yeah, not bad for us. Normally uh, a day, one hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll say a big thanks to the Sedo and a big thanks to the um, Darren for coming on board. Um, and we'll meet again probably Absolutely. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, hopefully we'll be in the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. we'll be probably higher up in the league. Us will we'll be on board. Usmanov will be playing footy in Stanley Park. I'll have a bottle that I can put a comb through. <laughs> and, there you go. and McCarthy with a snap higher in half again. There we go. And said all of us stats. Nice one, lads. Cheers, Thanks for boys. listening, everyone. Cheers. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team. You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.